Hey everyone, it's Matt. This is Hot Mickey. And this is Chambers the Milkman. And this is Thanks for Playing, a podcast breaking down the most iconic video games the world has to offer. Ha! Woo! I am very excited for today, actually. Oh, we yeah, got a thanks. hot one coming up. Um, Lucas is out. Hot Mickey Hell and yeah. Chambers are in. <laughs> Uh, Lucas is enjoying a very nice vacation um, in, in Mexico, Mexico right now, Mexico City, yeah. so shout out to him. We'll be doing a little GBA draft here in the Intero while he's out of town, but um, before we, we get into it, I just want to talk about a couple of things really quickly. One, um, well, Mickey, I know you haven't, but Chambers and I and Lucas saw Oppenheimer over the weekend, yeah. no, th- last Thursday. Pretty divisive among our friend group, actually. Yeah, I think <laughs> we should maybe um, step on this movie, too. What was that? I've heard you? a lot of mixed stuff on this movie, too. Yeah, it's... Um, I'm not going to lie. My, I, I liked it, personally. But <laughs> the our our immediate group are the only ones that I've met that I've been like, no, nah, fuck that movie. Wow. <laughs> um, I, everyone I else I know just universally loves it. Opinion. I, I heard that the biggest complaint about the movie is that it's hard to follow along. I do. Well, that's kind of a thing with Nolan movies, though, recently. Like, well, I'm not sure in what regard you're meaning that to, Mickey, but like, it's literally hard to hear dialogue yeah, sometimes. Like, hev- one, it's like heavy accents, two, then just a bunch of like physics talk. So, like, if you don't understand like a lot of physics, it's hard to follow along the story because you don't know how uh, stuff progresses or like how what they're actually talking about. You see, though, my argument to that is like, the movie's not really about the physics. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. So I'm just saying that's what I've heard. Like a few people have told me. Yeah. Chambers, what do you think? I, I'm honestly, I feel like the, the, a review of that could warrant a whole episode podcast episode, but I don't want to be on it. If we do. <laughs> you guys Cause, do it. Cause <laughs> Lucas would try to shit on you. Um, I don't look at movies through the same critical lens he does. I do that for video games. Yeah. I don't need to do it for my... It's the same reason that we don't do anime reviews. I just want to watch my anime. Like, I want to watch my movies. Yeah, that's know? fair. I, I, I don't fault an anime people <laughs> for that at all. Um, yeah. I, th- I think it... I don't like the way the story was structured. I think it's... The story of his life would have been better as just a book. I don't think it needed to it's be... It's based movie. off a book. I know, and I think it should have stayed yeah. that way. <laughs> that's um, fair. I I I also think that Christopher Nolan's not good at writing dialogue that's just conversational. Everything has to be like action science guy stuff. He can do that stuff, but when it comes to just like a guy and a girl flirting at a party, it's it's a little not good. Um Yeah, the I feel like he's maybe bad at writing women. For sure. It's like um, a meme at this point. Emily Blunt and um, Florence Pugh are both very talented actresses. And I just, I don't know. That's like a hard thing to say because like they're based off people and like somewhat events, obviously. But like their dialogue, I just feel like was not that great. Yeah. Except Emily Blunt's final scene, which I won't spoil anything. I thought she did well in that. But, but that uh, was pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, well, <laughs> Lucas hated the movie. I can tell you that much. Um, Does he just not like Christopher Nolan? He also just doesn't yeah, like Christopher Nolan. Yeah, he has Nolan, a huge hate boner for him. 
We'll uh, we'll leave it at that. We'll let Lucas defend himself. And producer Sam walked out of the movie. Oh my! God. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I was sitting next to producer Sam, and he just went. I'm like, oh, he has to go pee, and that was like he just never came back. I think there was like at least thirty or forty five minutes left, and he just walked out, which I was pretty. I mean, I can understand not liking the movie, but I'm pretty blown away. Someone, I I'm, I'm just very shocked. I, 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 I don't even out. get like the the need to walk out especially if you went with the group it's like it's not like you're leaving before everybody else you're gonna wait until i know finish. he was just hanging out at the americana for like 30 <laughs> like yeah, he, all he i did mean was do is uh, go to coffee bean yeah but um teach their own yeah if you, you know you see, hey, if you're truly not enjoying something you shouldn't have to watch it so fair enough uh real quick though also um two quick things there's a a remaster of the 2000s, not remaster, I guess. Just oh, yeah. Up res, or, uh, of the 2000s Digimon movie coming out. Mick, you shared I did, that news, I did right? share that the news Discord. with you. Not, not, not in the Discord. I only movie. shared it directly with you. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> nah, I'm super excited, though. I love that movie. They're redubbing the three movies that it's based off of, for those that don't know. Actually, it was a little unclear if they're just redubbing that 2000s movie or redubbing the three movies it's based off of because those that are are not familiar that movie is actually the 2000s movie that released in america from fox is actually three separate movies that were squished together to make one movie for the american audiences so they're like not actually related at all but Fox somehow put together like a cohesive plot between the three. <laughs> is, it, is it cohesive? It's actually hilarious. It, it is. It's like there's some there's some definite holes, but like it does make sense. Okay. Yeah, crazy. Wow. It's uh, we we should well, we'll have to watch it. I I made producer Sam watch it with me, but um, I'll watch didn't producer it. Sam he like it too? It. <laughs> he did. He did. It's like it's got very kind of like campy humor in it, and um, like I don't know, just listening to like the bare naked ladies put over anime is just kind of like <laughs> remarkable wow, they really did try to market it's it like the American. most 2000 soundtrack you could think of it sounds like like the, the, there's the uh the mighty mighty Boston's. i don't know it's lit wow. but um really really fun movie and i'm really excited they're doing that because those three movies deserve their own separate original release and then they're keeping the original dub from the 2000s and just remastering and releasing that so i'm excited i'll be buying that on blu-ray if it's available super stoked and then um, I hate X. I hate X now. I know I was kind of divisive on that on our last recording. Um, but now that my app has actually changed and it's X, I fucking hate it. I think it's so stupid. Oh, my God. I literally w- I, I went to my phone because yeah. I have a folder with all my social media apps. I opened it. Didn't see Twitter. Closed it. I'm like, wait a second. I went back and I was like, oh, fuck, it changed. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. And like... I don't know. It just it just doesn't. I'm looking at it right now. Like you open it and it opens just to a black X, and it's stupid too because Elon knows no one's gonna call it X. Like if I search Twitter in my phone search bar, it's still X that comes up. You know, so it's not like I don't know. I'm just I'm not a I'm not a fan of the aesthetic so far and just seeing that X up top rather than the bird. It's not a good look. And then Elon even look. tweeted today. Seems like the world isn't quite ready for X yet. We're not. We're not. What I'm not at all. Fucking idiot. So there's that. But last thing for me, last uh, laundry list. Um, Evo is coming up this weekend. I think this episode's actually going to release right, right as Evo starts. Next oh, week. Oh, is it next week? After okay. Evo. But um, yeah, releasing Street Fighter this week. But um, fuck yeah. Evo's coming up, and um, I'm excited to watch some Street Fighter for that. I am excited too. I've been really oh, yeah. on Street Fighter lately. 
yeah, a lot of, a lot of fun M- stuff. Maybe going see on. some geefs in top thirty-two. I fucking hope, oh, bro. Man, I would be so hyped for that. Yeah, that would be, be so awesome. funny to see that. I'd be like uh, Dandorf kidding. I'm also gonna be very curious, like how many people are gonna be using modern controls because there's a lot of controversy between modern versus classic controls. I feel like the only character that even has a debatable advantage with it is Geese, no. Uh, I think it was Lucas or Ricky. Some, well, somebody linked on Twitter how someone got to masters by only like only spamming like uh like with cami modern controls. And like didn't do really? any classic inputs, and it was just like so super piss wow. easy to get to masters. I mean the the only advantage of modern is it's easier. It's easy. To, yeah, you can't fuck up inputs. Yeah, but at the highest level, if you're yeah. if you're competing to like win in Evo, miss inputs is not what your issue is. Like I don't I don't think that that's even a factor at that level. Um, so I don't, I don't, I'm with, I'm with chambers. Also, no, no. And one button, one button specials are also a massive advantage for sure. But they also, everything does less damage. It is 20%, but like they're saying like that much, like having that ability is worth the 20% reduction. I mean, have there been any other tournaments where like major tournaments so far where there's like, I think, I think Japan has been a big country. That's been like, they're like half and half. Like, I think there have been modern Marissa's. I like I heard about the modern Cami. Uh, I don't know about any other characters though. Well, I'm excited to see it as a diehard modern player myself. Um, I, um, you know, I I understand the argument for that it's a more pure experience playing on classic and that's the way the game intended to play but or is intended to be played but guess what the developers put in modern so they intended for it to be played that way now that's what and i'm the, saying baby. Yep. whether you agree with it or not they decided that the 20 percent was the fair nerf for that yep. so i, I um, wonder if they'll end I'm up nerfing it. it if people cry about it enough like make it like 25 30 percent somewhere between there that would um I'd probably stop playing to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I'm really curious to see how that conversation looks after Evo. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the train of thought that I'd be very shocked if we see any top eight modern or even top 32, but Hey, I think, I, I, I think top is. 32. Well, I was going to say, I think it'd be fine, but I forgot there's 8,000 fucking people entered in this tournament. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot of people. Lot of people. Jesus. Any other games you, you lads plan on watching? At Evo, mm-hmm. uh, I don't really follow any of the other. I know fighting games. So I know Rivals of Aether is making an announcement at Evo, so I'm looking forward to that. I think oh, cool. they're. Oh, I can't wait for that game to come mm-hmm. out. Real quick plug: we interviewed one of the developers um, of Rivals of Aether, Trevor Youngblood. That was a great episode, aren't they? Trevor Youngblood. They yes. having like a community designed character. Or they are. Yeah, That's yeah, sick. It is really. Dope. I um. I haven't played a lot of Rivals myself, but I, I fuck heavy with what it's they're a, doing. It's a fun game. A I think yeah. it's cool. But so yeah. the character balance is so stupid, and I can't stand Dan's <laughs> balance philosophy, which is why I'm thankful that Trevor's the lead on it. <laughs> yeah, that go listen to that. The way Trevor Youngblood described that was like 
Dan, like the main guy, is just kind of like insane. And like, if he thinks something's remotely cool, he'll just want to put it in the game, even if it's broken. He is a fucking Jeff Goldblum in he's what Jeff Goldblum's arguing against. Like, you didn't think about if you could. Sorry, you uh, you didn't stop to think about if you should instead of if you could whatever the line is mm. and dan just <laughs> yeah, yeah. does whatever he can if it sounds cool not if he should do it yeah the fuck dan <laughs> very relevant to um oppenheimer hey lads i i, I can't relate <laughs> nuke's bad nuke's nuke bad. is bad um all right we'll get into it but real quick before we do as a reminder you can follow us um well you can choose an email thanks for playing pod gmail.com you can send us in some mailbag questions you can um Curse at us, right? Hot Mickey, some fan mail. Heck yeah. Um, do whatever you want. Um, you got our website, thanksplaying.live. I was going to say thanksplaying.live.com. That's wrong. <laughs> Just thanksplaying.live. Go there. You can find some cool written articles as well as a link to our Discord. And if you go to at CFP Podcasts, that's at CFP Podcasts with an S at the end, you can find a link to, um, you can find our Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And in the link tree there, you can find the link to our Discord. The Discord is the best place to reach myself, Hot Mickey, Chambers of Milkman, and Lucas. Come hang out. It's a good time. We got a fun community there. Real quick, too, I got to say, I'm a little... I don't know if you if you boys had a chance to look at the TikTok I posted today. I did. I, I, I really thought that one was going to hit. I really thought that one was going to hit. I did a whole little yeah. skit. I thought it was so funny. I was, I'm still laughing about it, to be <laughs> honest. I think it's very funny. <laughs> I thought my delivery was great. And um, apparently the algorithm disagreed. The world's just not ready for it. Yeah, the world, world, the world is wasn't not ready, ready for that for level it. of comedy. And the, the office joke at the end. That no, was the office joke slayed me. That's like every it's fucking every Tinder fucking, date I've been on. <laughs> every fucking online dating app. It's like office uh, my favorite show. Oh, God, yeah. That's all right. Uh, all right, well, go, go watch the TikTok. I'm funny. Deal with it. Um, all right, GBA draft pick you all know what's up we've done some draft picks in the past gba was my first real system i played i know hot mickey chambers y'all did some time in it as well oh yeah i am stoked for this one today um as always we got hot mickey with the wheel of gold to decide who goes first mickey spin that glittery glizzy we will spin the it better be me glizziest of glizzies Oh, oh, let's fucking go. It's going to be me. It is the milkman. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. Damn. With the first okay, so pick. Dude, I'm going to drop our fire. Draft. But right. we need a second pick, too. And a third, since that is also being selected yeah. here. It's going to be Matt. It's going to be Matt. Uh, it is Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If... Nobody, well, no one can see what happened, but it like just <laughs> barely tipped over to Matt. All right, and for third pick, it's like a wheel of fortune moment right there. Oh, would you look at that, hot Mickey? Third pick. Oh, Who would have th- guessed? Big Dick Mick. All right, well, uh, Chambers, kick us off, big. All right, so I get to go. All right, all right. I'm gonna. S- this isn't my f- favorite game that I'm going to draft, but I think it's. Out of all the games, on you think my it's a po- it's gonna be a popular pick amongst us? Yeah, it's probably the most well known on my list and the most likely to be picked by someone else. This is the only Legend of Zelda game I've actually played. I'm gonna catch some heat for that. This is Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap. 
Um, oh, I didn't even I didn't even own this on Game Boy Advance. It was actually my brother's, and he let me borrow it for a couple weeks, and uh, so I got to play it then. And that was my only. <laughs> that's been my only uh, experience in Zelda. It was kind of fun. Not missing out. Out. Yeah, yes, you are missing out. Dis- yeah, disregard I what he says. His opinions doesn't matter when it comes to Zelda. Yeah, I'd I'd much rather skip over to like Breath of the Wild or something and and not revisit that, this because I don't remember th- it being that exciting. That's what I think is really good about Zelda games. Like there are so many of them, but like each one is their own little world, so you don't need to play any other versions in order to understand what's going on in that Zelda game. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's what it was easy for like six year old me to enjoy for that reason that I didn't really have to know like the lore of the Zelda games. Yeah, to to enjoy it. Give give me the full title of that one more time, James. Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap. Minish is spelled M I N I S H. All right. Anything else you want to add to it there? Um, it was I. You, if you're gonna I, play. <laughs> this is just the most recognizable pick I have, so I had to pick it first. This is not on Chamber's top picks. I know that's like not sexy for a number one pick, but um, maybe the Zelda heads will hate me for that. I don't know. It's all right. All right. I'm up next. I think a lot of people already know what I'm going to pick here. Um, we are going with Mario Tennis. Oh, <laughs> I, th- yes, I knew yes, it. I knew that it. game uh-huh. is so fucking good. For those that are unfamiliar, it is obviously a game on the Game Boy Advance where um, you're playing tennis and it's like an RPG that takes place at like a tennis academy and you get to go up through the ranks of basically like what is equivalent of like their, their rookies and their JV and the varsity beating people to beat like, like the gym master basically of that rank. Um, and then once you beat all the ranks, you go to this big tournament and if you win it, you get to go play tennis with Mario and like everyone. And it is just so cool. And the whole time looming over this game, there's like the legends of like, oh man, these, these guys, like this guy in this hat came and like just fucked us up in tennis once we haven't seen him since. And that's kind of like the overarching story is just like the legend of Mario to the school. Um, and it is just so awesome. And I was curious. I was looking up just like best Game Boy Advance title lists, and on several lists, this was in the top twenty best it Game was, Boy Advance yeah. games of all time. I saw that too. So that that was very, um, just made me very happy to see. Wait, that. Wait, Matt. Um, so I've heard you reference gratifying. this game like many times on how this is like many one of your times. favorite sports games ever. Yeah. This whole time you were talking about the Game Boy Advance game. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, the whole t- I thought you were talking about like a GameCube game nope. this whole time. No, nope. you're talking about a nope. fucking <laughs> yes. Is it even Mario like tennis? Is it even three dimensional? Yeah, dude. Look it, it up. The gameplay is great. It's like N64 kind of. Okay, uh, that's like with the color palettes cool. and stuff. It's very fun. It is like I I could play it right now if I want. I, I have my Game Boy. Just I I literally Dang. found you know dug through my parents' house to find it just for that. Wow. But um. No, it is it is a really fun game. Like the mechanics are surprisingly solid. Yeah. Um they have like a lot of fun mini games in it. The story mode's actually kind of fun. You do actually and you get to actually kind of like choose what kind of character you want. Do you want to be like a finesse player, like a more like technique, more like power or whatever? And you get to kind of like build your stats up. Yeah. Um it's a lot of fun. I, I really it's a really good game. Um for its time, at least, okay. I guess I won't say it holds up well relative to like whatever they're coming out with today. But 
I think in particular, I do say though that the RPG mode or like the story mode on that is really fucking good because I played, I bought the one on the Switch, the tennis game on the Switch, yeah. hoping it'd be similar to that with the story mode. And honestly, I had a lot more fun playing the GBA version really? than the, the Switch version. So could be a product of the times and nostalgia to kick in. Fucking but step it up, Nintendo. That uh, that game is really fucking fun. Okay, yeah. shit. I probably put in like sixty hours into it, honestly. Not more. <laughs> Damn, bro. I, I feel oh, like you're yeah. lowballing sixty there. I think I am, honestly, because I just, I, re- I replayed it so much. So is there a, trips is shit. there a way to play another person? Not that I yeah. know. I don't know if it had like local multiplayer built in. If you had like the core, yeah, some games you could. Just I do. know that uh, Mario Kart did, and you didn't. You didn't even need four copies of the game. You could for uh, play with up to four different people. Sorry, up to three different people. Uh, four with four people total on a single cartridge with Mario Kart. So it was. It is actually multiplayer. So oh, sick. At least according to Wikipedia, I bet especially too if you emulated it. I mean, yeah, we might have to run a Mario tennis tournament. Yeah, IRL. Ah, that'd be fun. Um, Mickey, hot Mickey. All right, I have to get my most played game out of the way, which. Is probably like, like probably like seventy, eighty percent of my time spent on a Game Boy Advance, which is just this series in general. And I'm gonna go with Pokemon Emerald. It was my my yeah. favorite of the. It was one of my favorite Pokemon games ever. I just really liked uh, uh, Gen Three as a whole. Doesn't have my favorite Pokemon Luxray, but that that is. That is not enough to. Luxray is Sinnoh, right? Yeah, Luxray is Sinnoh. Yeah. What was your starter in Uh, Emerald? Oh, it was Trico. Grovile is like my like second or third favorite Pokemon. Fucking love Grovile. I'm a big Totodile guy. Even though that's Gen two, but. I know. I know. (laughs) But Mudkip's cool too. Mudkip Mudkip is adorable. But I, I, I think that uh, Trico is the sickest of the three. Uh, so I just I've grinded that game so much and just made so many just made so many resets of the game just so I can just keep playing it over and over and over as a kid. Damn. And uh, after also playing Ruby, didn't have Sapphire growing up and then going and then going to Emerald and seeing how you see uh, Kyogre and Groudon just like fucking clash and then rayquaza comes and clears the air and like separates the two and calms both of them I was like oh shit that was insane <laughs> i also really miss pixelated pokemon i think pixelated pokemon is better than 3d pokemon i think it's I... more charming than what the new i love version. that word charming that's like what the old heads use like us to describe old games like if you listen to a game <laughs> that's how we like that's how people describe like old games that don't actually look that good anymore but i understand maybe clear i'm like from the same time as you it's like how you describe like a shitty bungalow that you're gonna <laughs> in the mountains yeah, yeah or like that is true shitty like little cottage and you're up it's just yeah. so charming but it is yeah. but it is charming. <laughs> it is it is I, I understand what you're saying mickey um I didn't play Emerald. I played a lot of Ruby. That was the first game. Well, actually, my first Pokemon game was Pokemon Crystal, actually. What was your guys' first Pokemon game? Yellow. Blue. Chambers, if you... Yellow? 
Yeah, I, I got in at Crystal and um, I loved that. That was the Crystal was the equivalent of what Emerald was to gold and uh, silver. Yes. Crystal mm-hmm. was very fun with Seacoon and um, Emerald's cool though. I played a shit ton of Ruby. Um, I really liked the movies that they did for that yes, one. Yes, those were good. Oh, the one with fuck. Deoxys. Uh-huh. That was so fucking cool. Uh, the Pokemon movies Loki slap, so especially good. the one with Entei. Yeah, 2000. Like, like he, he just steals Ash's mom. It's, and yep. like, ah. So good. Yeah, yeah but, the original 2000 Pokemon the, movie. Yeah, the movie's animations are also amazing. Like, even like even yeah. nowadays, they're fucking incredible. Like, did you, did you yeah. see the trailer they did just for the trading card game uh, World Championship? It is no, incredible. It. it looks stunning. I'll, I'll link it to you guys uh, after this. Hey, aren't they retiring Ash? As, yes, like, the main for the guy? anime. Damn. Mm. They, well, Ash. not retiring. He is retired. He's finished. Is Bro- what about Bro- is Brock still around? I have no idea. I don't watch that the guy, anime. That guy would get canceled so fast in today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would. All right. Uh, but since I am the third pick, I get back to back picks. Oh, fuck you, dude. Go for it. <laughs> uh, for my second pick, and one I think is a very underrated series. Uh, I think this is the only iteration of this game on the Game, game Boy Advance. And I'm going to go with Super Monkey Ball Jr. For Ooh, like, fuck yeah. Oh, the, man. The Monkey Super Ball Monkey games Ball just so cool. They're, they're very skill expressive because you have just, just like tightrope a bunch of courses. Because like if you yeah. fall off, you just have to reset and try to make yeah. it down the line, collecting as many bananas as you can before you crossing through the finish line. And I, it, it's a nice combination of skill and like a little problem solving to like, Oh, where? How do you navigate these courses in order to be able to finish the course? I think yeah. Monkey Ball is just such a cool series. I think so. Have you played the new, the newer? No, one? I have not played the newer ones. No. What about? Okay, so this is it. we're I'm moving over to a different console, but on the Xbox 360, did you ever play Marble Blast Ultra? That sounds familiar. It's basically a ripoff of of. Super Monkey Ball, but instead of a monkey and a ball, you played as a marble, and it was the same thing. You're getting through courses like <laughs> as a ball, um, but definitely not as sexy as Super Monkey Ball. I never played the Game Boy one, um, but I imagine it's as awesome as the console yeah, versions. It, yeah, it's probably like a little less than like the console versions, but it's to be expected. It's just a small portable game. Yeah, but it still I, has the cool I, level designs. I realized going, looking back on the Game Boy catalog that so many of the games were just like 2Dified versions or yeah. isometric versions of the console games. Like, I didn't realize there was like four Tony Hawk games on the game. Oh, Boy yeah, that's Tony Hawk Underground, there's Tony Hawk 2 there. I forget what else is there, but yeah, yeah, the, those console games. I, I haven't noticed that. Uh, one of my previous selections, uh, Return of the King, is also on ported to Game Boy Advance. <laughs> I was like, I can't imagine playing that game on Game Boy Advance. It's, awesome. it's got to look significantly worse. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, all those ports were interesting. Um, uh, Mickey, anything else you'd like to uh, add? No, I think I've said my piece there. I'm glad. I'm glad. Because I'm coming in hot. Ooh. With 
Yu-Gi-Oh! The sacred cards. Oh. Someone was bound to pick a Yu-Gi-Oh game. This game fucking slapped. It is a Yu-Gi-Oh! RPG where it takes place during the Battle City arc, which for those that do remember or don't, um, is a tournament Kaiba threw because he was a salty bitch for losing to Yugi. Of course. <laughs> um, I guess he technically he didn't, didn't, he didn't lose to Yugi at, uh, he didn't lose at Duelist Yugi Kingdom. At Duelist Kingdom, but for not, he, he's not the king of games and he's a little upset about it. He wants to prove he can beat Yugi. Plus, he's getting like egged on by Shizunu. It's a whole thing. Um, but essentially, a whole city is just turned into like a battleground tournament for Yu Gi Oh! The card game, or as they call it in the show, just Duel Monsters. Um, and it is <laughs> so, so, such a fun game. Um, it kind of bends the rules in certain ways, how like the show does at times, to where like certain things just don't make quite as much sense in the game. If I remember correctly, just for dramatic um, purposes. Yeah, but still hella fun. You get to create your own character and well, like do well, everything. Well, in the Battle City arc, the rules were more drawn out, and they actually make sense in the anime. I mean, obviously, make yeah, more sense yeah. in Duel's Kingdom. It's before the it made card, no it, sense. It's because the card game wasn't out yet when they were making that, so they were just making it up as they went. They pull out Pot yeah, of Greed really, six like, times. Time whatever. Wizard could just magically age people. <laughs> Yeah, and then like fu- you but, um, fucking can destroy the moon to take out all the water. The yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so stupid. Dumb. But um, yeah, really cool game and really fun to kind of insert your character like alongside Yugi and like Joey and all of them and to kind of experience that. Um, and I loved Yu Gi Oh growing up. I loved that like arc in particular, the Battle City arc, quite a bit growing up. That's like so. Are the I would watch are the OG characters in this game? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like Yugi's there, Joey Wheeler's there, Kaiba. Sick. Um, Love Joey. Yeah. Wheeler. All original video yeah. characters. Yeah. Come on, Joey Wheeler. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the dumbest voice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like a broken, broken rage in a fucking <laughs> animal. Oh my god. Do you watch? Yu-Gi-Oh! I did. Of course, I did. It's, it's so, so good. good. Have you watched Dragon Ball? Yes, Abridged? I did. In fact, I, I, uh, Team Four Star is doing like a commentary version of the whole series. Oh, it's been so good. Oh, like. Haley, we haven't talked about this. Um, <laughs> my, you, a bridge series in general, but in particular, I, I've watched it several from different creators, but in particular, Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, but really, Dragon Ball Abridged is like my, my biggest like guilty. I, it's pleasure, so awesome. I think it's so funny. And like, I'm a, we're going to talk about this. Oh, yeah. I, love <laughs> I fucking so love it too. It yeah. So Cause like I every Saturday, a new episode has been releasing of a commentary version right now. They're on the cell saga and semi-perfect cell just showed up. Oh, okay. Is, is that on their main channel? Yes. Let me check real quick. Okay. I'll check it out. Um, but in the meantime, we'll let a uh, chambers. All right, baby. Um, this is probably a game. I, I put in some of the most time on the game boy advance. And that would be backyard football. Oh the backyard, my god! The backyard sports. A, I fucking love the backyard oh, sports games. Fuck oh yeah, my king. god! The backyard sports games are a total like only ninety kids, nineties kids remember. Like if you were born between nineteen ninety and nineteen ninety nine, and you played any sports games, you definitely touched like backyard baseball or backyard football and you know that the greatest athlete of all all time is pablo sanchez dude pablo sanchez (laughs) 
He's not like I. You assume he's cracked in the baseball one because he's like Colombian or something, but he's fucking cracked in in backyard football too. He's yeah. he's like no, running he just stat cracked in like is, all of the games. Yeah, is maxed out. Like if you're gonna, your first pick is always Pablo. And what's great That's about this backyard game, backyard football for the Game Boy Advance, which there there was like two or three actually that came out, but this is the first one. Um, alongside the OG cast of backyard kids, they also had professional athletes as like kids as well. So you, there was like a kid version of Jerry Rice, Peyton Manning, um, fucking Mike Vick. Shout out to Mike Vick. Um, <laughs> outside of the dog fighting, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, did, was you, it- did you know my fantasy league is called Vick Stocky Daycare? Oh my god. <laughs> No, I didn't know that. Oh, man. But yeah, this game is pretty sick. Um, The animation is really cute. Like, the character design, it's it's the same throughout all of the backyard sports games of that era. Um, And it's much like Tech Mobile, except, like, slightly more complex. Um, But it's, like, kind of a top-down... Uh, football game like left to right um and it's it's awesome like playing as little children tackling each other is sick beating the Uh, shit out of each other yeah so if you haven't played like a backyard sports game in a minute go back and revisit it this and backyard baseball i think the last one i played was uh the backyard baseball game on the wii i think that's the last one i played the first one I, I played on, was uh, Back at Baseball 2001 on the PC. Yeah. I had it on my dad's like Windows 97 era yep. PC that was same, like off white colored and shit. Yeah, yeah. My my brother Remember. even had me uh that like pretty recently uh install uh and put an emulator on him so he could play that game again. <sighs> I might do that huh, after this. That's awesome. I uh I have not played really any of the backyard Dude. games, but um. They're legit. They're awesome. Nothing but respect. Yeah. Just I didn't even know. Design. I didn't know there's a Game Boy Advance version though of any of them. There is. Yeah. Yeah. There's a baseball one. I didn't play that, so that's not on my list. But yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's my first pick. I get a second pick. You do get a second pick. Well, that that was technically my second pick. My third pick. Oh, yeah. Third pick overall. Um. Okay. This is gonna be actually the only game I pick that I haven't played. I know that that is. Wait, this is I get four picks, right? Yes, four picks total. Okay, because last so you get one more after. Yeah, this. last time we had a draft, I didn't <laughs> you thought realize it was five. That. Yeah, and I <laughs> fucked up my draft. Okay, I haven't I haven't played this game. I remember seeing it on G four on one of their video game shows. Oh my, talking goodness. about it, and I thought it was the coolest sounding game ever. This is uh Boktai, The sun is in your hand. Um, what is this called? game? Bucktai, the sun is in your hand. What's cool about this game is the cartridge of the game that would go in the Game Boy actually had a little like solar cell inside of it. And it's like an RPG stealth game where you're fighting vampires and shit. And when you start the game, it has you input like your time zone and everything. So it knows roughly when is actual daytime in real life. And basically, the it's kind of like Animal Crossing where it'll go according to 
your real life day cycle and your weapons are like sun powered and stuff. And so that's, you'll have to actually go outside and like charge your weapons up by like pointing (laughs) your game boy at the sun. That's such a cool gimmick. Yeah. And even like a a lot of your enemies you're fighting will be weaker when the sun is out. Um, so like cool way of trying to get children to like go outside, I guess. Um, and I just thought it was a really unique concept for a game that I don't know if we've seen anything, a solar powered game since yeah, well, there, there I, was I, other buck ties, but, but outside of this series, I don't, I haven't seen anything quite like this. Um, so that is, that is fascinating. Like Pokemon go or something. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that's, that's a, such a cool concept for a game. I, I had to have that on my list. Yeah, I wouldn't want that to be reoccurring because that sounds annoying as hell. But for a one-time thing, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just a cool niche. Yeah, it's an, it's a nice exist. little novelty to have. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah! All right, my next. You are yeah. next. Let's let's hear, it, baby. I feel like, real quick, actually, I feel like you don't see as many gimmicks that like that in video games. Oh, absolutely not. Maybe we should. No. People are so worried about like. Uh, turning a profit with their games they can't take risks like that after like xbox yeah. connect i feel like no one oh yeah oh my anything. god how much of a bomb the connect was <laughs> that was fucking awesome <laughs> all right up next we got dragon ball z i knew a dragon ball z was coming in here oh, hell yeah booze fury booze okay booze fury i don't think i played um, that one. I didn't this either. is from the Legacy of Goku series. Okay. There's three games. One takes place in the Saiyan Saga, then the Namek Saga. That's the first one. Then the second one takes place during the Android and the Cell Saga. And then finally, the third one takes place during um, the Boo Saga. Mm. These are so fun. The first one kind of sucks. Actually, Legacy of Goku <laughs> kind of sucks. Um, but then they really, as much as you can improve it, they really improved the like basic kind of combat mechanics and your kind of options you had in these second and third ones. Um, and there's actually like a decent amount of exploration in the games too. Um, and like kind of like flying around the world and stuff a little bit and checking out different areas. Um, and booze fury in particular, the one I'm picking here is so fun because you can actually fuse like your characters too. So you can actually like at any moment, even if you're just like flying around the open world, like exploring, you can fuse into go tanks at any moment you want. Oh, sick. Um, assuming that the characters are available within the context of the story at that moment. Yeah. Um, you can make go cheetah. There's like literally like a side quest where you get to go fight. Um, I forget the villain's name. I think it's Jamemba. Yeah. From one of the DBZ movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you get to go play as go cheetah and it's just so fucking fun and so fucking cool. I probably put, I put so many hours into this game. Um, probably up there close to the amount I did with power tennis, if not more, honestly, um, I love dragon ball. Obviously I love anime. Um, and you know, growing up, I mean, I think all everyone in our demographic and every guy loved dragon ball Z probably. Hell yeah. And, um, now that I'm reflecting on it too, a lot of the games I loved growing up when I was really young were actually like all licensed games based off like the TV shows or <laughs> animes I watched. Like it was an easy way to this, get a like, kid to like, it is play yeah. a game. Yeah, excited about it. like I loved this game. I loved um, fucking what was um well I had a brain in years, but I loved those kind of games. Um, oh, I loved like the PlayStation versions of like the Dragon Ball games growing up. Oh yeah, um, 
all that kind of stuff. Um, so, so fun. And, uh, yeah, b- big fan. And this game is fun. Shooting Kamehameha's is fun. Every kid's dream. Ugh, excuse me. I had the sniffles there for a hot second. But, um, yeah, check it out. It's a really cool Dragon Ball RPG. Um, obviously not nearly as complicated as what we have today, but... <coughs> excuse me, boys. But you uh, are excused. It's a good time. I recommend you check it out. Um, hot Chambers, the floor is no, yours. Floor is mine. No, floor is mine. No, it isn't. Hot <laughs> the floor is yours. Sorry, I was thinking about the tissue I need to go grab. All right, so the next game that I am going to pick is Advance Wars, which is a turn-based strategy game, which I didn't realize when I looked this up on Metacritic to see how well it did. Uh, It's like one of the best games on there. I know. I I saw that as well. I was like, I was like, like, that's that's insane. I don't, I don't like. They're remastering. I knew I liked it. Uh, I I do not remember if they are, but they've been talking about it a lot on GameScoop recently. I think that's why. But I remember I, seeing this in store and thinking that tank looks so cool. I want that game. It is so cool. And yet you can all just get these like big mecha armies. Like you can like, and like position positions are like a big thing in that game. Cause like there are like a bunch of like hills too. Like you can like uh, set a post on top of, and like you, you can shoot from the high ground. So it's really hard for your opponent to shoot up yeah. at you. But uh, it's a, it's a turn-based strategy game. Like I love strategy games, and I'm not as fan of the turn-based one. I like when it's more, uh, it, it's real time, like StarCraft is RTS. with an RTS. Yeah, but I still do enjoy strategy games as well. And this was one of the first ones I really dove into as a kid, uh, and I just had a, an amazing time with it. Tried to like uh, find all. Uh, utilize because utilize all the different units that you're equipped with to be able to like take on different missions and i like playing around with like all the different uh units you, that you are allowed to build to see like what kind of different strategies can i build in order to like overwhelm my opponent Lit, i want to check this out I, I think i might be interested there's two in of there's a one and a two. Oh yeah and you can get yeah. it for the switch now okay oh that is out now okay yeah. cool Dang, it's like three dimensional in the in the Switch version. It is sick. Dang. Okay. Yeah. All right, and that was so that was Advanced Wars. Yep. Mickey, the Mickey, you get and pick. fourth pick. And I'm sort of happy we didn't equip the franchise rule because I'm also gonna go with a Yiga game, even though it is completely different from the one Matt picked. I'm gonna go with Dungeon Dice Monsters. I had that on my list. Like I, I thought that Dungeon Dice Monsters was such a cool concept in the an- well, and it showed up in the anime. I was like, this is so dope. I I need a game of this. I need to play this. I even got the board game version of Dungeon Dice Monsters. Did you really? I did. Damn, you're obsessed, boy. It was I, I I'm just a big Yu-Gi-Oh fan in general. Like I've seen all of the Yu-Gi-Oh spin-offs. And I currently really? keep up with Yu-Gi-Oh! as well, yes. Damn, okay. So, like, whenever there are, like, cool Yu-Gi-Oh! games, like this one. What's the most recent one called? The most recent uh, series? Go Rush. It's the eighth 
spinoffs, eighth uh, spinoff series of Yu-Gi-Oh! And it's a completely different format. It, they use rush duels now, so there's no more extra deck monsters. Well, actually, they reintroduce extra deck monsters with fusions, but that's the only ones that they use. There's no more Synchro, no more Xyz, no more Lynx, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're not even ritual monsters. They did bring back some of them, like there's a Blackluster Soldier variant called Black Jersey Soldier. Because like there's like a deck based on having <laughs> jerseys, really yeah. There there are uh, several decks like that, uh, and like they'll do callbacks. So is it like a different rule set? Yes. Than the so you can do as many normal summons as you want, and you and you draw up to five cards every single turn. Yes. It's it's pretty. So dope. Is this played like competitively no, uh, in this format? It's the card game isn't out in the West right now. It's only in Japan, but there are two video games. Is it like totally different cards? Like you can't Correct. use those cards in. Yeah. yeah, there are oh, rush cards now, and then there are like legendary cards that like there are just random cards that are legendary cards. So you only have one legendary card in your deck. Like Pot of Greed is a legendary card. Dark Magician is a legendary card. Oh, can Blue you eyes, Pot of Greed. Blue like eyes six is a, times. <laughs> Blue eyes is a legendary card. Uh, so and then you. can fill out the rest of your 49 card 49 card uh sorry 39 cards with other rush dual cards but a little off topic but yeah i i really miss uh having cool spinoff games like this like another one of my favorites is false bound kingdom for the gamecube because it's not like the card game it's not the card game at all it's a it's yeah, RPG, yeah that right? one's an rpg yeah uh well, well closer to jrpg because like you control like your little army of three, go fight other army of threes, and it's turn like turn based, blah blah blah, that kind of stuff like Final Fantasy gameplay. Uh, and I've I do really miss those kind of games where like they're really creative with the Yu-Gi-Oh world and not just defaults into a card game over and over and over. Because like we have we have a lot of card game versions. Like there's all the World Championship video games from like. 2000 to 2012 like there's a iteration every single year now there's master duel now there's other there's other websites that do it there is uh there's that free-for-all one that they just released that actually uh died because like it was still a card game but it's like a little twist on it where like you can fight all four people at the same time and like you put your monsters in different lanes but it bombed no one really picked it up uh, I forget what what exactly it's called, but I, I need more. I want to like get rid of the cards because I just think like the monsters in Yu Gi Oh are really cool. There are a lot of there's a lot of cool lore in Yu Gi Oh too. Yeah, that's why the show was cool because it they really like expanded on the monsters so much, and that was like the I monsters looking like, like there are so many cool summons like uh, and I I think like the summoning chants are also really cool too in Yu Gi Oh. Though in, in English they they seem a lot more whack but in japanese they sound incredible i think i think if if i understood japanese it would still sound does, like a little does cringy joey, but... does joey still have like a brooklyn accent in no. japanese oh. no like jack like like <laughs> jack, jack jack atlas isn't british uh oh, okay like so all the characters all are accents, completely yeah. different yeah those are all americanized or westernized okay. i should say I kind of stopped keeping up with the TV shows for you after GX, but I've heard Five Ds is really good. Five Ds is like usually one of people's favorites. Nuts. I I think I think Vrains is really good because like it attacks uh, like a lot of like uh, real world uh, real world themes, like how like AI is like a big threat to the 
take over the world if they get like too sentient uh also like tackles like depression a lot too because like the main character yusaku actually went through a very traumatic experience growing up where he and six other kids were kidnapped and like they're uh forced to like duel over and over and over and every time they lost they got electrocuted they're pretty much tortured to keep dueling uh and uh and then and then him growing up like as a teen uh teenager like 15 16 uh he's just this very like he has like no emotion it's just hard for him to like confront anything and then you also which one's this this is brains this is the link version of you tell can you tell me about 5ds a bit like why is that one the most celebrated one uh I think it just has a really cool story. Like the characters are just uh, like pretty relatable. Like the main character is uh, Yusei, who grew up in the in the essentially the ghetto of the of Neo Domino City. It's so like Neo Domino City is a very futuristic city, but with like a lot of these like super high end places and a lot of movies and shows. There's like Urban a little. There's like yeah, there's like a, a like ghetto place that like has like none almost none of the technology, like the all the waste is tossed into there. Like so him there, his best best friend Jack was uh also grew up there, but recently got uh like essentially promoted to uh Neo Domino City, is now like the face of dual monsters in that world. Mm. And he's like he's the king of games. And I start uh and he also stole Yusei's uh star uh ace card stardust dragon which which is one of the most uh iconic yu cards in uh yugioh and then it turns into a uh what's we call it a like global threat with uh the uh, this thing called the crimson dragon appears at, uh while you say and jack are dueling for stardust dragon and then there were like five signers and pretty much like trying to get them all together. There's, there's a lot. A, there's a lot. There's a lot. I'll have to yeah. unpack it. I just found out too, the whole season one of five D's is on YouTube by the Yu-Gi-Oh Hell channel, yeah, which is kind of cool. Also, the um, opening is a banger. The, the, Eng- the, English cool version. Gonna... the English version of five uh, D's opening is a big bop. We don't, we, we don't have to discuss this next comment I'm going to make, but man, every, iteration of Yu-Gi-Oh like TV show they just get more and more flamboyant with like their colors and how you got a problem with that I'm just saying it's like it's eccentric it's like very colorful it's fascinating it's like because Yu-Gi-Oh is very like not grounded but like they're just school school people yeah and then GX they're just like at a school school, and 5Ds is kind of dark and then with the next ones it's like hella colorful like mad down Zexel's also like super underrated that- <laughs> I, f- I feel like t- that's a thing with a lot of younger or animes targeted at very young kids. Okay. In general, no, no, Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, especially is targeted at which young makes kids. makes sense. Yeah. Like the- going for those kind of color palettes and those kind of designs um, makes sense. But um, cool. Any last comments on, on Yu-Gi-Oh! Mickey? No, no, yeah, we've been on for that for <laughs> way too long. But I- I'm done with my Yu-Gi-Oh! Ramble. If anyone ever wants to talk Yu-Gi-Oh! stuff with me, card game, anime, I'm always open. I love that shit. Discord. Probably my Discord. biggest guilty pr- pleasure is Yu-Gi-Oh. All right. Last one is a game I actually ha- haven't played all the way or beat all the way, but I have played it. 
Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> wow. Chain of Memories. Wait, you've never beat Kingdom Hearts? Chain of Memories. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I've beaten Kingdom Hearts. Um, Chain of Memories is pretty insane. It um, takes place between Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. It was the... It was when Square Enix really just started releasing games everywhere, so fans of the series just had to keep buying consoles. <laughs> but... Um, Chain of Memories takes place between one and two. Essentially, Sora is progressing through a like mansion where like his memories get warped with each level he goes up. It gets really weird and funky, but um, it has a really, really unique card battle system that we never see again in the series, and I think probably for a good reason. Um, but for what it is, it was fun in that game. And then ultimately, too, they did actually do a PS2 slash PS3 final mix um remake of chain of memories and remade it into a full console game rather than just a game world game which was, was really still cool a card game that. for that remake mm-hmm. that yeah still have like the same kind of basic um mechanics and it was cool too because you had to actually think strategically like how because let, let me let me make this like it's still like a combat game but your attacks are based on like a action game yeah but your attacks are based off what cards you have loaded into your deck so every action every x you like every time you hit x like swing yeah that's a card that you have to um, like use to like perform that attack basically, but it's not like a turn-based card game or anything like that. Um, Really, really unique game, really interesting combat system. I don't think we've seen anything like it in a while, but um, yeah, check it out. Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Fuck yeah. All right. All right. Chambers, take us home, baby. close it out. Okay. I'm I'm between two games, but I'm going to go with one that, I have a nostalgia for its TV show as well as the game. I'm going to go with uh, good old Mr. Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh, my God. I saw this in the game list. Legend of the Dark Hand. <laughs> um, so I, I almost put it on my list just for the novelty, just because I love the yeah. show so much. I used to love the TV show. Yeah, the TV show um, is so cool. Yeah. I honestly <laughs> I haven't seen it in so long that I don't remember the name of most of the characters but uh the game pretty much follows like the same type of lore and everything um and it's a two it's a 2d like side scrolling beat-em-up type game basically um honestly nothing to write home about gameplay wise but (laughs) at the time the, the the tv show was pretty sick and uh Basically, like, Jackie would get these little, like, special powers that were specific to different, like, animals and stuff. And the same thing kind of existed within the game. And that's the only reason I played it, because I fucked with the the TV show. And, uh, yeah, I just had to get that in there. Honestly, if, you get, if you're going to emulate some Game Boy games... Um, you could skip over this one <laughs> unless unless you're nostalgic for this franchise but yeah uh, i've heard i've heard jackie chan's a little like controversial these days is that true i, th- I think he's anti-lgtb yeah like his, so... i think his daughter came out as bi or or gay and he disowned her that is correct oh yeah so not shout out to jackie chan wow. just uh just this specific franchise. Yeah, Jackie Chan actually sucks ass. Yeah, um, I, I was bummed when I found out about that. 
Yeah. He was so cool. That's too bad. That's sad. It is very sad. sad. It is. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Like, he's from a pretty, like, traditional background. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, yeah. It's like when people found out, like, Manny Pacquiao was, like, not about gay people. It's like, yeah, of course he wasn't. (laughs) Um, Not that that's okay. Like, fuck both of them. But, um, yeah, so... Not into maybe now I feel bad for picking this. Fuck. Um, <laughs> whatever. So that's my that's my last pick. I I'd, I'll just reveal I guess the the pick I yeah, would have picked honorable, if I didn't. Honorable mentions. Yeah, my honorable mention would have been Rocket Power Dream Scheme. I um, love which, Rocket Power. Yeah, I haven't Rocket, played this game, but the show was cool. They had a few Game Boy games launch and. Uh, Dreams. That's Rocket Power. What? It's a skateboarding Nickelodeon show. Yeah, it took. Pl- they had games. Yes, they did have video games. Yeah, oh, and in this one, you get to play as like all the main characters. Wiggity wiggity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, it like took place inside a nightmare that Otto was having. That like all his friends got kidnapped by this scientist. Um. So yeah, that was mo- that'll be my honorable mention and. I'll also throw in Wario Land 4. Um, I, I kind of wish like Wario Land games would come back again. They mm-hmm. can only bring out the like the WarioWare like party games now, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to give a quick honorable mention to uh Harvest Moon. Yeah, makes sense. Um, oh, Friends sick. of Mineral Town, which is ironic because I hate Stardew Valley. <laughs> Do you? Oh, like, oh yeah. yeah. Well, you just Lucas don't like the art style, you. right? No, I don't know. It's not, I just I don't know the gameplay for whatever, for whatever reason. The Harvest Moon gameplay appealed to me when I was twelve or ten or however old yeah. I was, but no longer. We're all <laughs> a lot dumber. Lucas would have been in your face about this. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Maybe he's not here. <laughs> to be honest, this draft is way more chill <laughs> with Lucas, Lucas not here. Though. Right? He just attacks us. He just, <laughs> it's good, though. It's good content. It's good content. We love you, Lucas, and the podcast loves you, too. Um, a couple more shout-outs. Digimon Battle Spirit 2 was a Digimon fighting game I played a lot. Really I fun. Um, and Sonic Advance 2. Barely didn't make my list. I love how all of the Game Boy games just have something advanced. Or so, like advanced yeah, yeah. in the name of like half of the Game Boy games. Doing there's a Mario Golf Advance tour on the Game Boy, and apparently the like premise of it is pretty similar to how Power Tennis That's is, hilarious. where like you're kind of going up through the ranks, but you're just doing it with golf instead. And I looked at the cover art for it. It's basically like the same guy and girl that you have the option to play as at the beginning of Power Tour. <laughs> oh wow! Kind of funny. They just reused like yeah. the same assets. It's like a sh- it's like shared universe as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I also doing this researching for this draft made me realize. I didn't actually have that many Game Boy Advance games when I had a Game Boy Advance and my parents would mostly buy me Game Boy Color games because like I'm assuming the Advance games were probably more expensive and I was yeah, a I, I am on the same boat. Like I played a lot of Game Boy yeah. games on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. It's because the Game Boy Advance like had the light up screen. So, yeah, like, yeah. Was, the SP, the play, SP yeah. had the backlight. Um, Pokemon oh, yeah, Crystal was the first ever video game I played. Yeah, but shout out to my parents because they they had bought me like I had like the light bluish gray like clear Game Boy Advanced, and then they oh, gave yeah. me like this little 
satchel carrying case <laughs> for it and then you it had slots for all my games and shit it was it was sick yeah and of course the stupid light that you had to hang over it because there's no backlight for a game boy well and then they had the sp when that came out eventually yeah i didn't good. have that though i was jealous that i got an sp I loved yeah it. It, it so nice. everything looked way better with that shining a light straight into a screen it's so bad it's so yeah bad. no one like puts a flashlight onto their tv i remember fucking sense. like when you play try to play in the car at night and you just oh, try to yeah. like time stuff whenever a street light passes so you can see stuff very briefly it's like ah yeah <laughs> and you'd have to like have the volume kind of turned down so your parents oh yeah it's like yeah don't, don't get annoyed when, yeah i remember like whenever i'd go home from family parties just playing like the game boy advance in the dark driving home on the 91 uh, so fun Such oh my god movies. and then like uh um, pants tell you that it was illegal to turn on the backlight yes <laughs> oh, yeah. my dad would be like matt i can't see yeah you. you'd think you were gonna <laughs> die and, uh-huh. and then like i remember when i first got my car i was driving around like when i was 16 it was nighttime and i turned on the backlight i'm like this is fine like, <laughs> yeah dude just fine i legit they just... thought it was illegal to have that light on at night no they just didn't want <laughs> they the just, light yeah on. they just, just didn't want the light and it's on. just like, it's like my fucking kid is annoying like please don't <laughs> yeah make any noises shout out to parents yeah. putting up uh-huh. with kids. <laughs> um <laughs> all right so to recap we got chambers with legend oh, of zelda I, I, I got one more yeah. honorable mention uh okay. one is a series that i like a ton too because I just really like the main character is uh, Rayman Advance. I really like the Rayman games. Mm. Uh, they're usually platformer games, and it's a big blind spot for me. But I've heard good things yeah. overall. Yeah. But uh, like Rayman is just so goofy because he's just like this like uh, like oval shaped thing, and like his like his head, hands, and uh, feet are all just invisibly attached. So they're just hovering there, and like his attacks, he just like throws his hand out and just it's a projectile now, and. That's pretty much like what the majority of this game is. It's just him like uh like crouching to avoid stuff, throwing out his fist to like hit shit, and then like interacting with the environment to try to like uh maneuver across uh it's a two D scroller, uh uh two D platformer I should say. Uh not scroller. Uh, it it was really fun game, uh on the Game of Advance specifically, but I just like the series in general. I like yeah. the like, like Rain Man himself as well. Yeah. A lot of... It's interesting because, like... I mean, I know there's so many more Game Boy games that I played growing up, too, in Game Boy Advance. But, like, these are just the core ones I really yeah. remember. But I know somewhere at my parents' house, assuming they haven't thrown anything away without asking me, <laughs> um, that there's just, like, a lot of... A lot of Game Boy games there. Sims... The Sims Herbs was a really weird Game Boy game I played a lot of Game Boy Advance. Um so many you could probably so download the entire catalog on your pc for like a gigabyte probably. of yep. space yeah it's kind of crazy yeah. yeah all right we'll wrap it up there chambers got legend of zelda minish cap backyard football uh boktai the sun is in your hand and jackie chan adventures legend of the dark can i got mario power tennis Yu-Gi-Oh! the sacred cards dragon ball z boost fury and Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Then we got Hot Mickey with Pokemon Emerald, Super Monkey Ball Jr., Advanced Wars, and Mickey, I forgot to write down your fourth. What was it again? Uh, Dungeon Dice Monsters. Dungeon Dice Monsters, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised no one... No one really yelled picked, about uh, uh, a stolen pick, which was hilarious to me. 
I didn't I think, think it we was all had happen. very different. Yeah. I thought the only one that it may happen with was Pokemon. I, I probably would have put Emerald. Yeah. I was thinking of doing Fire Red, but I honestly didn't like Fire Red that much. I remember. That's the only Pokemon besides Blue that I ever played. So that's the only one I. Yeah. And then pe- people are going to yell at us about like not picking Mario Kart, not picking A Link to the Past. Uh, yeah. I got tennis power tour. It's way <laughs> yeah, yeah, we definitely didn't pick anything in like the top ten Metacritic yeah. <laughs> yeah. Game Boy games, but whatever. Fuck it. No. Well, uh, well, we'll let the people decide what is the best one here. Uh, as always, everyone, don't forget to join the Discord to vote on who had the best lineup of games here. I think it's me. I'm pretty sure it's me, but we'll let you decide. Um, again, you can find the link to our Discord at TFP Podcast. That's at TFP Podcast with an S at the end. And of course, as well, you can also find um, the link to our Discord at our website, thanksplain.live, and shoot us an email at thanksplainpod at gmail.com. I will gladly send you back an invite to the Discord, as well as a selfie. Um, and I don't know, maybe even a picture of my feet. <laughs> oh, man. I'm gonna I was thinking again. about it the you other day. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I could totally do some feet. You got good feet. I, I'm just saying, like, for a good five minutes the other day i genuinely was like why don't i just send it for feet finder but um i found out that sometimes they also include pictures of their face in the pics which i don't want to do um but hey if you see some some fine looking toes <laughs> on feet finder you never know could be could be your boys um all right everyone mickey chambers you got anything else that's it for me hell no hell no hell no the milkman says no. hell no go, go get your vitamin c get your calcium this has been Thanks for Playing. Catch you next time. Scooby Bop! Thanks for Playing is a production of Good Ideas Only. Your hosts are Lucas Luna and Matt Rockaby. Our music was done by the impeccable Samuel Luna. And our logo design was done by the talented Isaac Palestino. Special thanks to the Roll Call Bunch and Red Circle 